Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Brandon Campbell of Brandon Campbell Communications. Brandon, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on as well. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Brandon so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Brandon combines her passions for communications and diversity to help businesses build and articulate their commitment to racial justice. The founder of Brandon Campbell Communications, she has worked with high profile clients, including the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFL. Drawing on her 15 years of experience managing diversity issues in international education and facilitating diversity and inclusion training for educational leaders, Brandon's anti-racism consulting helps organizations identify opportunities to infuse diversity equity and inclusion throughout their communications. Brandon, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Well, let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with your business. Yes, definitely. So I was kind of an accidental business owner. It's not something I planned for or even wanted. I started about 10 years ago wanting to do more with my writing. I've always loved writing. I was in a in the nonprofit realm and was feeling a little bit stifled in my career. So I wanted to find a way to get back to my writing. So I did that by starting a sports blog called Philly Sports Muse that was about the Philadelphia Eagles. I, my thinking there was, I will at least have to write once a week in the fall. You know, there will <laughs> there's something to write about. Uh, and I'd not done sports writing before, but I absolutely fell in love with it and got more serious serious about it. And I love networking. That's something that continues to this day. So I was able to leverage my networks and leverage social media to get that writing uh, opportunity with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, wrote a column geared towards their female fans for, um, for a time and did similar work with the NFL. Um, that was all on a freelance basis. And it was just so fun writing and sports I, uh, I got away from the sports sports focus after I uh, had my son, um, just because you know it, you really have to to be on all of the time, and that wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. So, but I was still writing and did a lot with uh, a, a lot of business writing publications like Philadelphia Magazine. And it wasn't until I had my second child, my daughter, in 2017, that I really gave serious thought to turning that writing, that hobby into a full-time business. I was in a job environment that wasn't terribly supportive of families. So I was at an important crossroads there. So I thought, okay, let me go back to where it all started to blogging, but turning it towards content creation and blogging to support other small business owners. So that is what I did um, starting in in 2017, but really kicked up steam in 2018. and focused increasingly on content strategy, strategy, social media management, really helping small business owners find their their voice and infuse that into their communications. And then this year, 2020, 
in the summer, I decided to add that diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion component as it's something that is that I'm very passionate about, had some background in, and saw that there was a lot of need to do. So, um, so that's kind of the long and short of it. Uh, and I'll add with the diversity work, it really is a, a nice way of bringing in kind of that experience that I had with nonprofits and in higher education with my work, uh, the freelance work that I had been doing for so long. Yeah, well, I definitely appreciate that. And I think I love, you know, you being able to kind of tell your story, because I think so many times when we think of communications, we put it into like a box, but I love the evolutionary process of it, of when we really think about it, it could be from a sports standpoint, it could be from a, in the nonprofit world, it could be from a diversity and inclusion standpoint, and it's all important on all of those different aspects. So that's why I love, you know, what you do, because um, so many times we forget about, you know, this industry or this aspect of it, but really being able to understand to some degree, the holistic aspect of, of communications is so huge for us to, I think, be successful. You're absolutely right. It, it is the core of everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And it is something that it puzzles me that sometimes it's not given a lot of importance within organizations because this is the key to everything. It's the key to how, when you grow, how you communicate, how you talk to your team and how you build your culture, as well as how you communicate your message and connect with your audience. So it it's so integral to every piece of what we do. And that's really something that's been exciting to embrace more and more as when I have conversations with folks about uh, anti-racism and diversity and inclusion, it all comes down to communications, including how you listen to other people. So it's these fundamental skills that we learned a long time ago that really we sometimes have to relearn in order to be um, be the people that we want to be and to be the companies that we want to run. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so interesting that's, you know, I guess we learn how to say our first words when we're young, but we don't always sharpen that saw in terms of getting better and how we communicate ourselves, how we're coming out into the world, how we're uh, talking with our team members and, and all of those different aspects. So I love that you help kind of empower people and equip people with the knowledge to be able to do that um, and to the degree and the level that they, they want to be able to, to, to do that. So um, I know you did uh, touch on it a little bit on how you serve clients. Could you drill down a little bit more and let us know uh, more about about how exactly you support clients and what exactly you do to, to, to seeing their communications get top notch. Sure, absolutely. So what to, so I'll explain a little bit how I got to this point, mm-hmm. which will help frame what I do. So in this past summer, after the murder of George Floyd and the protests that took place around the country and around the world, like so many people, I was changed and I really wrestled with what is my role in all of this? And at the same time, as I, you know, dealt with the heaviness of the topic, I would scroll in my Instagram feed and see a company with a black square on Instagram that wouldn't follow up for weeks. Or I would see a company that tried to put out a statement and people would call them out saying, hey, see that statement, yet we're aware of you doing this, 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 being called out on their actions. And was having conversations with people in my network and current clients and it suddenly hit me that companies don't know how to navigate this. This is brand new territory. Even if they have had some diversity training, you're not dealing with the external communications because that's, that's not really the, the point of that work. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that it was a really 
needed opportunity for me to bring forward my communications knowledge as well as my knowledge in uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion to help business address businesses address that external portion that was really left exposed and we saw and continue to see how that played out. So that was the, the impetus behind creating my anti-racist communications consulting. And a core piece of my offering is a content audit looking at your social media feeds, looking at your, com your comment moderation, and giving, I have a 10-point evaluation scale, and giving you some feedback on what I'm seeing, how your audience may be interpreting that, and giving you some recommendations on how you might be more inclusive moving forward. And what I have seen with my clients is when you start to look at that external piece, when you identify the blind spots, then companies start to realize, oh, wow, so there's got to be a lot more. This goes into our internal communications, how we're communicating, what we do, how we work, job postings. So that content audit process, and it, and it can go forward uh, to be more in-depth, to be an audit of communications as a whole. That's one area and one way that I work with clients. And I also do traditional assessments, do some conversations uh, to get a sense of where the company is in terms of its of how it values and articulates its value, um, values relating to racial justice, and provides some recommendations moving forward about how to infuse anti-racism a little more into their work. And it was intentional that I use the word anti-racism. I'm someone who's always been about action, and that's such an, an important and deliberate word that really indicates and reminds people that this fight is never over. You never complete a checklist and like, okay, we have done all we need to do to try to um, uproot white supremacy. Um, it is ongoing. It's something that happens with multiple decisions that you make on a daily basis. So I really work to help clients articulate what they believe in and then create some ways to strategically build in how they need to include that in their decision-making in the future. Yeah, that, that's so huge. And um, I've always felt that the lack of communication on these topics, and especially, obviously, as you said, with George Floyd being murdered, and, and I think the impact that it has had on everybody and, and hopefully change uh, that we've seen, I think that having those communications is so huge, but I think not realizing and being aware of the, um, I guess, the, the, construct and the building up of that construct of some of the things that we see as you mentioned the job postings and and how you're communicating with staff and all of those things how it manifests itself in so many different ways so many times people are not aware of that so i that's why i appreciate you know the work that you do um as far as like helping people especially those organizations that may not just be aware uh, and maybe need to really understand and and do the work and, and have that time to have their internal communications their external communications in alignment with who they are and what they stand for and of course towards creating that that better world where there's there's a uh, lack of racism around us I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce and this could be for you or your business or a combination of both but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique I, I know that it's such everyone knows it's an uncomfortable conversation my I think people find me to be approachable I try to use humor as a as appropriate it's not a funny topic but I think that those skills are helpful in helping people come to terms with having this conversation and being willing to have it. 
Um, so that's kind of the secret sauce that I use to to get people to at least to get them to the table. Well, I definitely uh, appreciate you for for breaking down, you know, your secret sauce and what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. And so I, I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I'm going to, for me, the app is Google Notes. As untechnical as that is, I live um, for Google Notes <laughs> on my phone. And I they're so great for me because that's where I just brainstorm and jot ideas as I have them. I don't always have a notebook. Um, so I'm, I'm a writer, yes, that's important, but as an entrepreneur, you always have tons of ideas for new offerings or new angles of how to promote something. So I all just record it in my Google Notes and, um, and then I can, I have an Android phone if I want to build upon that and create a full um, doc. It's, it's not the fanciest app out there, it's not new, but for me, it is a really important tool for tracking my ideas as ideas are, you know, a big part of my business. So um, those are, those are really, really important <laughs> for me to just keep track of ideas. And, um, you know, I am a, a mom, I have two young kids. It's not like I'm always at my laptop. So anytime I have a, a thought, because I'm not always at my laptop, I can, I'm able to record it. So that is, that's my, my hack um, for just kind of recording the ideas that come at you out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yes, my CEO nugget is to jump in before you're ready. That I would tell to anyone in business, whether they are thinking about starting, thinking about starting a new course or a new service, there is just never a perfect time. You can think it to death, but at some point you have to just get out there and try. So that is my CEO nugget. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Brandon, what does being a CEO mean to you? So being a CEO to me is about being a chief executive officer in your life as well as your business. It's more than a title that goes on your resume or your LinkedIn profile. It's having an idea uh, and executing with how you want to lead your life. I appreciate the holistic uh, perspective of that definition and, and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Sure. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for everyone who has taken some time to listen and learn a little bit more about my work. You can find me uh, on the interwebs at brandoncampbell.com. Brandon is with a Y instead of an O. You can find me on Instagram at brandoncampbellcoms, C-O-M-M-S, and on Facebook at Brandon Campbell Communications. I would invite folks to, if you are someone who a business owner, part of an organization who has found yourself wrestling with the questions that have come with this so-called racial, racial uh, reckoning that we are in. You're not sure what to do about that. 
send me a note. Let's just have a conversation. Uh, I'm really good at helping people figure out some next steps. So even if we, um, it'd be wonderful if we work together, even if we don't, it's, I really am passionate about getting people moving because that's the only way we're going to be able to address this problem. Absolutely. And we will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. But Brandon, I know we talked a little bit more offline about how much it can kind of take from you to, to lead that charge. So I appreciate you for leading that charge so, so much, because I think everything to me kind of starts with having those conversations. So I appreciate you for doing that for organizations, for making yourself available to be able to do that. Uh, it not only makes these organizations, these people so much better, but it makes the world a better place. So thank you so much for leading that charge. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.